Scatterbrains out there, and welcome to a new episode of the Scattercast. This is the seventh installment of the podcast where four young adult friends scatter their brains through fun and serious conversations about life. Just as a reminder, you can find us on most major platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, all at the Scattercast. Woo! So, uh, so guys, guess what? 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 Chicken butt. I finally have heating in my apartment. <gasps> OMG! I know, right? It's it's kind of a big deal. I believe it. Lately, it's been not cold, but fall weather for sure. And there's been, there's like a few hours in the afternoon where the sun is like really coming through our living room windows. And Mm. so it'll heat up the place to like around 70. Other than that, though, we're averaging like low 60s and it has not been awesome. Like that's not freezing, obviously, but... Actually, freezing is like 32 degrees Fahrenheit and under. Thank you, Tony. Good job, Tony. And actually, if you're t- speaking Celsius, 60 degrees is pretty warm. I said that. Oh, good job, Tony. 60 degrees Celsius? Is it That's actually insanely hot. hot. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. warm is an understatement. Pretty <laughs> warm. Well, hey, I'm born in Mississippi, so I know heat. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, you just proved that. <laughs> no, so like it's been nice. Like yesterday, we've been because we've just been waiting for the building management people to like switch it over, right? And so yesterday, um, my roommate and I were coming back from dinner. We ate at this like Cuban place that was really yummy. Mm. And I don't know if I've ever had Cuban. Yeah, it was my. Fr- I've had like super minimal experiences with it, so it was it was fun. Um. There's a Cuban place right right over there, right outside our, yeah, like, Cuban right close to our place. place. Yeah, You gotta Cuban, try it. Th- it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Cuban food's good. It was, I don't know. It was okay. <laughs> I don't know that Tony loved what he got. But yeah, no, like, maybe I'd fair. have to try something different. Yeah. Tony's awfully picky, so. That is just straight cat. <laughs> is it? So, Scatterbrains, I want to say a fun story from college when I would make pizza for all our friends. And I put a leaf of basil on my slice, on like on a pizza. And Allie over here comes over here with the most disgusted looking face pointing at that uh-uh, thing and said, what is that green in. thing? What is that green thing? Ew. And picked it off. That is not what it's a basil leaf, Allie. I have basil growing in my kitchen right now. I've grown as a person. Yeah, right yeah, now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, as a person. All right. <laughs> not then. No. I'm not a He added some details that were not accurate. What? I didn't say, what is bit. that green thing? Ew. Yes, you I was did. probably like, what's that leaf on there? <laughs> you said, no, you literally said, what is that green thing? Well, maybe to describe it, but I didn't say ew. Yeah, what your but your face was in body language was saying ew, and then you didn't My eat face it. Did you? Is naturally very judgmental. I did eat it. You ate the pizza, but you didn't eat the basil leaf. I think it's good. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to have gluten free bread. Your I knew that was. I was just waiting. That's what the pause was there for. It's just Tony to fill in some gluten joke, pizza stories, and uh, heating. That's what we're starting off the podcast with. Riveting. <laughs> How's everybody been since we last recorded? It's been good. I am now unemployed. Woo woo. Sweet. How's 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 how are you adjusting to that life? Well, to be honest, we were like gone for the weekend, and 
now we're back and it's it feels like it's thanksgiving break even though i'm no longer in school but it's like the mm. fall weather and like i don't have anything to do except a bunch of wedding stuff which i actually do have a lot to do but it's all that kind of stuff so it feels like thanksgiving break yeah that makes sense nice. i mean that's like your frame of reference mm-hmm. you know a break in the fall thanksgiving break exactly yeah. What about you, Tony? Uh, yeah, I mean, we traveled for like five days. It was a lot, a lot of driving because we drove five hours one way, then hour and a half and back. So three hours really the next day. Then the next day we drove five hours then stayed one day and drove back another five hours the next day. It was a lot of driving. It was a lot of driving. It was a lot of driving. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, I'm, I'm just trying to get uh, all the work that I have on my plate done by next Wednesday, man, I'm I'm doing I'm doing really well though. I, I'm like ahead of ahead of my schedule, so I'm doing well. But it has been a lot, and I'm helping Tali with the wedding stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, every day has a new checklist to like get things done. So it's a busy, busy I time. I have a very extensive checklist, and I have what I have to do every day of the week. That's it. I don't. There was nothing more to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it uh, is extensive. That's good though. <laughs> I, I bet it is extensive because the wedding is right around the corner. Some would say yeah. it's next week. Some would say it's next next week. I don't think. Some would say it's just soon. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I would say it's, it's coming next up week. <laughs> next weekend. Uh, it's but, but when this episode is out, we'll have been married for about a week. Whoa. Whoa. So all Sweet. this like stress and planning and crap. like doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So if you're listening to the podcast, just skip over this part because it's all done <laughs> and we're all happily married. We're all? Not, no, we're not. We're all, all happily all married. Together. Yeah, no, not yet. No. Is that legal? <laughs> well, <laughs> two of us will be happily married and then the other two are just alone forever. Tony. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to take a moment to point out that both Sean and Allie are great individuals and, you know, they, they and they're find, single. <laughs> they're both single and they will find someone special for them. It could be you. It could be you <laughs> listening to this podcast right now. There's a scatterbrain out there for everyone. Is it going to be, when I listen back to this, is it going to be me that's marrying myself? No. Oh. Like what are you referencing? <laughs> I guess you just can't listen to this episode then. <laughs> Unless you want to marry yourself, which I mean, do you? Sounds like an expensive commitment to myself. That is an expensive commitment yeah. to so, yourself. So it's going to medical school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that one pays off in the long run. We'll yeah, see. I was going to say, one of those eventually pays Hopefully. the bills. All right. Well, I think uh, we should get into our first segment where we are discussing family on this week's Scattered Advice. It's time for Scattered Advice. Family. Uh We all have one of those. Some less than others. All right. It's time for Scattered Advice, the part of the show where we draw from our deep, deep wealth of life experience and wisdom to help people with their problems. (laughs) And as I said earlier, the theme is family. The first... Scattered advice we have is titled, Sorry, you're not invited, but will you babysit? Oof. And this person, right. yeah, I know. That's exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. This person says, My cousin is getting married in a few months. It is his second marriage. 
they want to keep it small and they decided they aren't inviting cousins. Um, and this person kind of goes into like, I wasn't expecting to be invited. So like, I'm not upset about that at all. I have to work on the wedding day anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then the important part is, but my aunt thought it would be acceptable to text and ask my mom to ask my sister and me to babysit her grandkids, which includes three kids, um, all under the age of 12, two toddlers and a 10 month old for the night of the wedding. Am I being ridiculous and being offended by this? And like, what should this person do in response? Like, how should they manage this situation? I'm not fully sure I understand what the like, what the relationship is. So it's a second marriage. Are these grandkids like not a second marriage? Is it a second marriage? The, you just, yeah, it's oh. a second so, marriage. Are are these kids like the kids of the bride and groom, or what, the bride or groom, whoever's getting remarried, or what's the deal? Um, it's the the mother's grandkids. So oh, wait, hold on. The groom's kids. Oh, it's then? the sorry, it's the aunt's grandkids. It's the mother of either the bride or the groom's, the aunt yeah. of the person writing. Uh, this. Essentially, family kids. Um, it so it's like, like it a cousin's cousin. A cousin? Sounds no. like it could be the groom's children. It wouldn't be the cousin's cousin. It's the cousin. It, it's worded a little like... So is his the aunt tree. the groom's mom? Yes. Something like that. Yes. So yeah, then it's the like groom's that. kids. It doesn't have yeah. to be the groom's. It they doesn't have, have to be. I think, that's what it, I think that's what it is. Oh, so it's a... Though. It's probably that. Okay. It's a little... It's either a groom's kids or a brother's a brother of the groom's kids. Yes. It doesn't super specify. Or it's sister. Just, it more focused on like the age. Um, or but yeah, kids, yeah. Like, either way i would say i don't think it's wrong to be offended because that is like a mm, situation a little uncomfy can you elaborate it feels like you're asking them to do some a job for your wedding without the benefit of being able to enjoy your wedding so like i wouldn't have asked one of my cousins, hey, would you cater my wedding, but then not invite them, like, to the ceremony or something? It just feels like uh, using. And I I don't think that's necessarily bad, because, like, you are family, and if they are really trying to keep it small, like, I think that's fine. Weddings are really expensive, but I don't think it's wrong for the person writing this to feel like that's an icky situation. Yeah, I think I I mostly agree. I think it depends on the person whether you're going to get like offended by that or not. I think I mean on on the side of like the the bride and groom deciding to have a small thing and not inviting cousins and he seems to be well aware of that and okay like he's fine with that. Now I think on that point you're, if you're fine with it, you're fine to also say like, hey, I want you to enjoy your wedding and I'm your cousin. I'll help out. I'll babysit some kids. Maybe he's not as fine with it as he really thought. And now it's like, well, I don't want to help out. But it is three kids. That's a lot to like look after. Lot. It's six kids. Six? six kids. It's six? Yeah. Three who are like 12, 11, and five. Two toddlers who are two and three and one ten. Oh, oh my oh god! Okay, they just need to hire are like an paid? elementary school or something. That is crazy. I, it does not specify if they're being. That paid. is I would way guess no. no. That's 
That's a lot of kids. That yeah, must forget be everything kids, I said. That must be kids from like not just the bride and or groom, but from like all of the family's kids. That's a like that's a lot of kids. Yeah, it's it essentially sounds like this this person is being asked to be designated babysitter for the wedding without getting any kind of like hey thanks or like even yeah. an invite. You know, Allie, what do I you think, think? One thing one thing to take into consideration is that. If you are babysitting, you can't go to the wedding because that would defeat the purpose of having a babysitter. Yeah. So, like, obviously, they're going to invite somebody or they're going to ask somebody who's not invited to the wedding to do it. Well, yeah. And if I, in my personal opinion, sometimes it gets a little sketchy when it's like family asking for favors like this, whether or not you'd be paid. But I feel like in this instance, you should be compensated in some way. Um, because that is a huge favor to do for somebody. And I'm assuming you would take them like for the entire night and then into the next day. So I don't think it's rude to ask if you ask in a way that's like polite and respectful. I don't know if they necessarily ask that way by asking through their parent. Like they didn't, they weren't asked directly themselves. So yeah. And they've got to provide dinner probably breakfast maybe even lunch for six yeah. kids that's expensive that's 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 a really big ask but yeah. even though it's a big ask i'd say like for family it is an honor to like be trusted with your chit with with Chins. like a, <laughs> it is an honor to be trusted with like your like a family member's children um mm-hmm. and i think at the end of the day it's family you should come through even if they're being dicks about it um but if they were being dicks about it, I think that. Well, I think different. I think if they're but just if trying they were to like nice about it, I would do it. I mean, they're your family, so. I think it's it depends kind of if this kind of behavior, obviously not this exact behavior, because this person isn't getting married every five seconds, hopefully. Um, well, but we don't know how long. <laughs> it's that, only the second time. <laughs> but you know, if if this sort if behavior that's indicative of this kind of like attitude happens a lot i think your response could differ quite drastically that's fair Um, i agree with that i i agree with tony that you know you should come through for family as a principal but i also agree with ali that like you know if if they're kind of that's a it's a big ask and if they're not being cool about it and you're not even being offered any kind of compensation and stuff like this has happened before then I think, I mean, either way, I think you have a right to be a little annoyed. That's for sure. Yeah, but you I can do be think annoyed. you should come through. I agree. Do you think you should still watch over them? Yeah, no, and I and I do think coming through can also include saying, you know, hey, I'm spending a night in, and all that, and with paying for kids and looking after them. So maybe you can toss me some some change. <laughs> it should be in the wedding budget, anyways. Uh, true honestly it's kind of important if you don't want kids at the wedding you're gonna have to figure out a way that they're not gonna be at the wedding and still that's fair that's why we invited nobody who has children except for why we have invited two people who have children (laughs) what about your parents all right do you guys want to talk about sperm donors yeah yeah all right so this other one i have for you is significant other wants to be a sperm donor i don't know how i feel about it So I think this one's kind of interesting. Uh, It's a bit long, but it says, 
My partner and I have been together for six years, and we have two children, uh, both unplanned. He recently approached me to say he was considering becoming a sperm donor. Um, he's done all the forms and stuff, but won't consider going further with it if he doesn't have my support. And the truth is, I don't really know how I feel about it. He wants me to be sure and doesn't want me to regret agreeing to it later down the road or to not have done it if I do end up realizing that I wouldn't have minded it. Um, anyway, I know all the positives of him becoming a sperm donor. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to help others become parents. I just don't know how I feel about him having, even if only biologically, other children and other and our current children having half-siblings. And they say, I do have anxiety, so I, I don't doubt that that's contributing to my worries as well. I really don't want to leave him waiting for an answer for a long time, but I just don't know how to decide um, or how I feel about it. So any advice kind of would be appreciated. All right, Talia, we've had, we've had this conversation before. What do you think? I don't remember what I said then, <laughs> but what I say now is... Oh, you actually... I thought that was a joke. You've actually had that conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Um... I don't remember what I said then, but I do think it's a really beautiful thing to be able to help someone have a child. You know, not everybody is able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a really important thing that we, that society needs um, for people who want to have children. Um, however, like, I, I understand her, like, uncomfortableness, I guess, with with the idea discomfort discomfort <laughs> with the idea um and i think that i know that she doesn't want to keep him waiting but i feel like this is something that they should spend a longer time preparing for because i i, I don't know how the system works but i imagine that like a year or two years later like he'd still be able to donate um, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I feel like if she is really unsure right now, she should just say no, but have it be like an open conversation. So not like a no, never, but a I need to work through this and I need time to do that kind of a thing. Like a check in with me later kind of thing. Yeah. Or like, let's have lots of conversations about this kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my side of the conversation was... Yeah, I agree. I think it's a beautiful thing to be a parent. Um, and I think it's sad that, you know, there's some people out there who don't ha who don't get that opportunity who really want to be a parent. Um, and so on my side of things, I'm like 85% towards like, yeah, I'd be happy to um, if, if I like felt like that was a good thing to do in that moment to try to help some people out. Because, you know, I am I'm a healthy guy. So you know, I do think I his contribute. reasons, like, I'm interested into what his reasons mm -hmm. are. If there are just, like, I feel led to do this or I, I don't know. I feel like his reasons matter. Yeah, that. I think there's yeah, a lot of, like, we're not, we sketchy. We don't get that yeah. in the post. But, yeah, that is, that is true. It sounds like they have a pretty open relationship in terms of, like, communication. And the way she talks about it doesn't make him sound like he's just you know, some skeevy dude out for weird reasons, but hey, yeah, I guess yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't need somebody to just, like, shill out sperm to make a bunch of different kids in a bloodline or something. <laughs> I think it's difficult. <laughs> the, the thing that would, like, stop me personally is, like, you know, if I was to contribute to having a child, I'd want to participate in that child's life. Um, but, you know, obviously... If, 
Amir and Talia. I, I want him to have kids with Talia. But again, I think if it was kind of what I was, what I felt was right to do, I would 100% want to help somebody out there have a kid and give them the opportunity when they're 18 to meet me. But um, other than that, yeah. So we have had the conversation. It's something to think about mm-hmm. for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like um, from my understanding, it's a choice of whether or not you can be contacted at a certain point or mm-hmm. if you want absolutely no contact ever. So I think talking about which he would prefer to do mm-hmm. um, and if that mm-hmm. aligns with what you want, because I think that can make a big difference if you're never going to meet the child versus the potential of meeting them when they're older. Mm-hmm. Um And also, like, I don't know if this is the case, but my assumption would be there's not really a sperm shortage. So my main thought of like why somebody would actually go and do this would be for the monetary gain, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. And like, if you need money, this is like a safe and doable way to get money. And you should be compensated for it because it's your genetic material. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like when he says it's to help other people have children, I like. I'm not sure that would be the main reason mm. of why yeah. someone would do it. I feel like it would be financial reasons, That's which a, is not bad. Yeah. Um, but like, if you need I money, I never thought about the money part. <laughs> to be honest that that was my <laughs> first thought as really? like what his reasons were like do they need money because it from like the post it didn't sound like they did but that was also it like my first like that thought was why yeah. does he want to do it <laughs> i thought you just donated it now you get just money paid, get paid, yeah. yeah oh i didn't realize Based off of <laughs> now i definitely want to do it <laughs> i'm playing yeah my kind of like average I don't know, image of, of sperm donor in my head is someone who's probably, you know, wanting at least the money aspect. Again, not that that's bad, but. Yeah. I just feel like if based off of my assumption that there's not a sperm shortage, you're not really being called to do something. If the space Uh is already filled, like you're not filling an empty space. That's fair. Yeah. Right. Unless Unless you just feel this internal imperative or something, you know? Yeah, like you've already yeah. got two kids, so like your genetic material will carry on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with. But maybe sperm there shortage. is a sperm. There might be a yeah. shortage. I don't know. I I don't know how that all works. Really, my like side of the dis like the discussion we had is that yeah, I would definitely do it if it was, you know, if I felt like it was the right thing to do. Yeah, from my. Yeah perspective as like a potential partner of somebody that would donate sperm I think I'd only be comfortable with it if they chose to not have the option to reach out later because mm-hmm. like if yeah I don't know how I feel kids, about that either because like yeah. I wouldn't want to stop a kid from knowing their biological father but at the same time I'm hoping that they have like either a father or another like parent in the role who they they wouldn't feel necessarily like they were missing that part of their life i guess yeah 
I would only do it if I, if I gave him the opportunity to meet me. Um, I would never want to like be their father, but I would, I would be happy to like get to know them. Like, yeah, I'm the one who messed up your life with my awful <laughs> genetics. On the subject of the choice to like let them meet you or not, I didn't know that was a thing. And do you think you even have full privacy if you choose, like? to say, I don't want my kid to meet me because if they really want to, couldn't they just go get like a DNA test? Yes. True. I mean, um, not I mean, yeah, but like it would be kind of, Hey, I'm 18 years old. I'd like to know who donated. And they're like, he doesn't want to meet you. And they'd be like, okay, then you're going, you're going to try to chase him down, but you already know he doesn't want to get to know you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you take like one of those ancestry DNA tests and then your biological family already has samples on there, a lot of those will connect to you based off of that. Uh, so I actually, there's a YouTuber that I um, watch a lot of and she actually found out that she was like created from a sperm donor because she took one of those ancestry ones and a bunch of her half siblings were on there, and that's like how they found other half siblings oh, yeah. from the same sperm donor. Interesting. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of horror stories of that too, like doctors, oh, you know, giving their own, yeah. and, and that's just awful. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's in general, I don't dick. think that's the case. In general, no, I don't think that's the case. I, I like really hope not. that it's a it's a safe process, and it just helps you know people become mothers and fathers or whatever the situation yeah. is and i think yeah. you know that's that's honorable sean what would you do in that case would you choose to like meet the kid or would you choose to do no contact i probably i don't know if i would donate my sperm to be honest it's too valuable it's, yeah like that cottage cheese that apparently you and talia love so much it's Gross. good <laughs> no it's not it's uh, it is good it, it is repulsive. It's just cheese. It tastes good. I couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> it's called cottage cheese. It's well, cheese. I couldn't tell you which one it is. It does not taste like cheese. It's the cheese, one that's you in can't like the yogurt container. Yeah, what, okay. What it I couldn't like tell you what it tastes like besides cheese. Milk? It tastes it good, not, bro. It tastes, Have you ever had it in something? I don't know. What do you mean in something? <laughs> in something. Like, you know, like, like using it to cook. I don't Give know. us an example. It's kind of like, I mean, you can use it kind of like sour cream and like cheese or anything. Like soy sauce. Um, (laughs) Regardless, Hmm. by itself, (laughs) by itself, it's already delicious. But if you really think you hate it for some reason, if you cook it in something, you will soon come to realize that it's good. And then you'll want to eat it by itself. Well, I've never had it, to my knowledge, cooked into something. I'd be willing to try that. But I know for a fact that like, if you give me a bowl of cottage cheese, it literally makes me <laughs> gag. That's what she said, Sean. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> it makes me gag. <laughs> that part. Thanks, Tony. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tony. Um, he thinks he said which part. <laughs> so while while we were talking about the uh, donor stuff, I looked up something I was I had recalled but wasn't sure if it was true, and it is true. So weird fact. Sperm counts around the world have halved over the past 50 years with the pace of decline more than doubling since 2000, according to recent research on male fertility. So there's this actually huge crisis in terms of like 
viable sperm, apparently. There you go, Allie. I've seen that and I looked into it a little bit. Um, and so it does seem like it's trending that way, but I'm not sure how like significant the results are because someone was pointing out um, that there's not much, um, there's a specific word I'm thinking of, but I can't think of it. Um, there's not much similarity between the different studies that they're comparing. So like some of them will immobilize the sperm before counting, whereas other ones won't immobilize oh. the sperm before counting. And then you only count a certain part of the sample. And do you check if it's like homogenous, the sperm homogenous in the sample? I don't think most people do. So I do like, it does seem like it's trending down. I'm just not sure how significantly because the results aren't the most comparable. Hmm. I gotcha. That's interesting. Interesting insight. Hmm. Yeah. So the methodology yeah. might be a little. Yeah. Don't just read headlines, Sean. Come on. Well, I mean, it's a real thing though. Like the Ali was raising that, I think, to sort of question how, like, like to what extent it's happening, but it is definitely happening, hmm. um, which it's is kind of weird. And I wonder like if that has happening. to do with like environmental factors or, I don't know, microplastics. It's because men aren't being real men and they're sitting at their desks on their computers doing jobs that someone else Tony should out. do. Don't call Tony and I out like that. Hey, I actually have power tools, okay? Sean, you don't own a single power tool. Tony, I also have power tools. Hey, and I've I'm got a, a woman. I have more than you, Allie, and I actually Do use you? them. Do you? Yeah. Define, List define all your power, power tools. Yeah. A vacuum is a tool and it requires power. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I got a regular old hammer and stuff and a bunch of screwdrivers. Only women are allowed to do housework, Sean, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Me, Tony, and you all have white shirts on. Uh, no, mine's blue. All- I have black. Oh, my shirt's blue. Get out of here! It looks color. white, Tony. It's blue. It, it looks like white in the light, but it is blue. It's like a very. It's the. It's the. It's the orientation, orange. baby. Orange. Let's go. Oh, it's that stupid baby blue that they adopted a few years ago. The powder blue. Yeah, the powder blue. I don't like that color. I, I don't hate it as a color by itself, but I don't think it works for Ole Miss. The classic navy okay. paired way better with the red. I think that that's a really bad take. I don't really care. Either Blue and way. red don't really go together, anyways. <laughs> what? 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 Have you seen Snow White? It's like a classic. Yeah, okay. Those are those are like good. Flag. That's a good blue and red. <laughs> I'm, sa- I'm saying like na- navy blue and dark red don't go along together. A navy blue and dark red definitely even, go together. They definitely go. Together. I I've always like thought it was the color ugly. combination. Like looking at Ole Miss colors, I always. Are you colorblind, Tony? He is actually a little bit. (laughs) I'm a little bit. That could be have something to do. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) When I see like Ole Miss like blue and red together, I always think it. Always thought it looked pretty ugly. You're not gonna like what I'm about to say about you, Tony. (laughs) Whenever I've seen. (laughs) Let it out. Let it loose. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. And I'm not even colorblind. I don't need it, Tony. She doesn't need to find you attractive. That's my job. Way to console him. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) Don't cry, Tony. Blue sky. Scatterbrains Alley is a bully. (laughs) I'm the bully. How? Who did I bully? Who did I bully? You just bullied me about the pizza and the basil leaf on the pizza. That was just a joke. And and it was this going back and forth. It was going back and forth right then. Well, it's not my fault you can't take you called, them. You called me a picky eater. So 
So I clap back. All right. What did I call you? You called me a picky eater. How dare you? Yeah. See, I only I only came for you in response to you coming for me. You just volunteered the information that I'm ugly as shit, and that's fine. I'm getting married. You're not, bitch. Oh. You've got a point there. You've got a point there. Everybody's coming for each other. We got sperm donors. You know, it's scatterbrain. Somebody, somebody, wife alley up. Okay, she she's an eligible bachelorette. Pretty pretty smart. She has a really dumb cat. But he's lovable. Yeah, he's a sweetie. There's not much going on up there though. (laughs) I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at. Scatterbrains don't approach Allie on the streets at night. Because she will fuck you up. She will mace you. She's vicious. Tase. Tase. I don't have mace. She will, she will tase your ass. She will kill you. <laughs> you will She's going to tase you in the eyeballs. If you survive, ah, if you, you will be blind. If you have any cardiac arrhythmias, do not approach me because I will tase you to death. <laughs> Make sure to check if you have cardiac arrhythmias before, before <laughs> trying to flirt with Alex. Okay, uh, let's get those creative juices flowing with our next segment, Scattered Pitch. Great ideas. We got them. This is Scattered Pitch. Okay, welcome to Scattered Pitch, the segment where we come up with the coolest, funniest, and most creative stuff that no one asked for. I'm going to say a prompt, and my three friends here will have to come up with a suitable pitch on the spot. Not on the spot. Gosh, I hate on the spot. That's what the whole <laughs> Wasn't this your idea, is. Tony? Yeah, you came up with no, this No, segment. no, no. On the spot on, on, is a trivia team that yeah, always it, wins. It's our arch nemesis oh. at trivia. Oh, you've talked they're about not, them. Yeah, they're not li- mm. They're not listening to the podcast, but But if, if they are, do, they'll know we hate them. Screw you. <laughs> you know, well, every good podcast has to have a nemesis. Normally that nemesis is another podcast, but it can be this trivia team if you want. I bet they just, have They a take podcast. it way too serious. Like, come on, chill out. You're just jealous. It's like you go to a bar and they're not even drinking alcohol. They're just like trying to win. Uh, And they know everything. And I'm just like, stop being a nerd. They do know everything and it's annoying. Yeah, just like play the game, have some cider and lose. Come on. (laughs) Everybody else does it because you always win. Not not that we're anywhere ever close to getting first place. We've placed once. But we do hate them for getting first place every time. And being annoying about it, pretentious about it, like, come on, yeah, on the spot, true. I'm calling you out. <laughs> I mean, they know what they're doing. It definitely takes away from the experience of everybody else when it, the purpose of, at least I think, trivia nights at bars and restaurants and stuff is to just go with whoever your friends are, not cultivate a crazy team of people who are going to know everything and then try to go ultra competitive and win. It's just to have fun and know some things and don't know other things and maybe you win, maybe you don't. It's just fun. You know, they went to the freaking NFL trivia combine over there and fucking got the best players. And I'm just like, chill out, dude. Have friends. I want to hear Sean's prompt. So we just had the Women's World Cup. And the next Men's World Cup is being held in cities across North America in 2026. And as North Americans ourselves... I thought we should do our part to contribute to such a grand event. So now each World Cup has its own theme song sung by a famous famous artist, such as Waka Waka by Shakira for the, uh, I think it was 2010, South Africa. Is that what that was for? It's a bob. It's total bob. (laughs) Will it be playing at our wedding? Yes, it will. Heck yeah. You're just going to throw on the FIFA playlist. Pretty much. And no. only one Taylor like, Swift song? Yeah. <laughs> As professional songwriters, uh, your task is to come up with the next anthem for the beautiful game's biggest stage 
and pitch it to your North American artist of choice. Your song must have a distinct genre, have lyrics that fit the context of the song, have at least one verse and one chorus, so you don't need to write like a whole thing, um, but you need to have some sort of structure that can be implied to like make a bigger song. It's going to be really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and then it at least in some way be representative of North America, whether that's lyric style or like who you choose to perform it. Some of this stuff, you know, whatever. I know this is kind of a hard one. Um, most importantly. <laughs> kind of a hard one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just want to be off the cuff. It'll be fun. Okay. Most importantly, you all must contribute to a performance of it in order to convince your chosen pop star to officially record it. So, for example, one or more of you can sing or rap or whatever. Uh, you can pretend to be an instrument or something. And ideally, someone will be creating a beat. Oh, my God. So, so let me just put this out here, guys, um, as in Talia and Allie, not the guys here. Um, I'm hosting the next episode that we're doing in several several weeks. And uh, Sean, we payback time is com- coming your way. <laughs> but then that's also coming their way, too. No. You're going to structure it no, to just I'm, make it suck for yeah, me? Exactly. Oh, come on. And that's why Tony and I are friends. <laughs> it doesn't have to be crazy. Just like because, oh, we, hell yeah. go off We're the cuff friends? with it. Wow. It's fun. All right. First off, I think it should be a rapper. <laughs> mm. Okay. So Taylor Swift. Or Taylor Swift. Or Taylor a rapper Swift and a rapper. She has a rapping history. Kind of. Okay. So <laughs> going on to the lyrics. Taylor Swift. Let's say- wait, wait, no. Taylor Swift featuring who? You know rappers. No, I'm okay with a rapper. Uh, we could do 21 Savage. No, so Lil Baby actually did uh, the last World Cup song, and it wasn't great. So, oh. so uh, not Lil Baby then. No, so I, I'm not. I'm thinking we don't need to go like like a trap rapper. Um, we got to do like something yeah. else. I don't. Like Young Gravy. Young Gravy. I could get behind Young Gravy. He raps about like boobs. And I will sing to that man. The so, no. no, that's 21 Savage. Yeah, yeah that's ah, dang. Um, but that's a, that's just a feature he is or like a sample. Okay. Um, so the the World Cup is actually going to be Mexico, USA, and Canada. So we should you know bring in elements from from all of those. Canada, we can say we shampoo our hair with maple syrup. I don't like it. That's bad. Oh, yeah, God. that was a bad rhythm. But, Sorry. Uh, Are the like World Cup songs? I don't know much about them. Are they supposed to talk about soccer in any sort of They talk about way? national pride. National they, pride. Yeah, pride. Because there's also like wave and flag. Like, have you heard yeah. that? It's like, wave and flag. Yeah. Dude, that honestly, that, okay, that one came out the same year as Waka Waka. Bro, I'm, I'm saying two? hot take, wave and flag, better than Waka Waka. That is a that is a banger. Uh, hot, it's a hot take, but I don't necessarily disagree. I think they're both really good. Can we like amend this to just like make like like the chorus? Yeah, you can just verse? do the chorus. Yeah, and can it be like a four line chorus that repeats over Guns. and over and over again? I'm gonna need at least Violence. four bars. Yeah, please. We love maple syrup. We love maple guns, syrup. so shoot it at the goal. Oh, okay, and then we'll just. I can't do this. We claim to be free, but steal all your money. Hands up in the air. No, that's good. Like some sort of chant that's just, you know, generic party chant. Gotta put your hands up. No, that's a song. Hands and up. they say there, 
And they did it. And they said, okay. Best idea ever. We just mash up a bunch of American classic songs and make Only that. American? It's got to be original. It's got to be original. Sean, you're just you're digging Sean, your hole way deeper, bro. Hands up in the air. You got a deep uh, ass hole, Sean. When like you don't care, <laughs> we are gonna show a lot of flair. So you better prepare. So you better, yeah. There, boom, done. All right, I need a performance. All right, let's hit it, Talia. No, no, no. You're doing the lyrics. I'll. No I'll one else does the lyrics, Talia. The lyrics. You were the one. It starts with hands up in the air. I don't remember the second one. No, hands win up in like the air. Win like we don't. Win like we don't care. Show a lot of flair. Better prepare. You better prepare. Show a lot of flair. Win like you don't even care. Allie, Put your hands be, in be. the air. Yeah. Hands Allie, up in I gotta, the air. Add up, add up with some flair. Yeah. You gotta win. You gotta care. No, not You care. better fight and prepare. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That was horrible. All right, Allie, right, add to it. Come on. Boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, <laughs> boom, shakalaka. Well, fuck your mom if you beat us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the song. <laughs> or it just goes into like an <laughs> instrumental break. Well, fuck your mom if you beat us. Something, something, you'll get diabetes Ooh. while you're here. <laughs> while you're here? <laughs> uh, this is awesome. Because our health is bad. Tali and Allie, <laughs> I think we have the majority here. If we decide that Sean has to has to do something too right now, he's got to sing a little song for I us. I vote for it. I know. Can I'm you harmonize? Host. I don't have to. For it? You can make yeah. me do it. Okay. I can harmonize for you guys. Three, we voted three yeah. to one, so you got to go for it, Sean. Bell I got to harmonize. And then, and then Tony will edit the song together. <laughs> Auto tune the shit out of my voice. And he'll okay. put it at the end of the podcast. Okay. I'll put it at the end of the segment. Go on. Well, I thought I was harmonizing. Yeah. No, just yeah, fucking you're, sing, just dude. by yourself. <laughs> no, you guys gotta sing. Hey, no. I gave you this prompt. No, we Am voted the song. Hey, this is a democracy. <laughs> okay, but like, then you can't make me do some bullshit next week. Put your hands up in the air. We in America. Put in your Canada. hands up in the air. Down and Mexico. South. Mexico. Eh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. What was the next lyric? Um, that was just you're making one? it up, dude. <laughs> it's my song. I wrote the lyrics. Scoring like we don't care. We hit you with our fatal flare. We're playing the beautiful game. If you don't like it, then you're so lame. We're gonna come at you with all we got. And we're coming at you with a really fast shot. We're playing soccer. They call it football in other places. But this is America. This is America. North America. But mostly America. We like guns and we'll shoot you if you beat us. Okay, that's my song. So <laughs> you were supposed to harmonize. I don't know, the instructions were unclear. They were very 
<laughs> this proves a point that he made this prompt because he wanted to yeah, do Sean it. Had just yeah, Sean had Yeah, I think you just <laughs> wanted to make a song. No, I didn't. I wanted you guys to do it. And then no, you I didn't. I only go to it. a music school. <laughs> <laughs> you were too chicken to do it, and then you made me harmonize. Well, Laughing I can't, I... intensified. What the fuck? <laughs> Look at her. She's having an aneurysm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God. I hate that That's I not what an aneurysm looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Talia is currently squeezing her cheeks because she has been laughing too hard. Oh, do they okay. get painful when you laugh too much? Mine do too. So, okay. Yeah. To, to accentuate Sean's amazing performance, I think the three of us should offer some ad libs that I'll edit in. Canada. Later. Canada. <laughs> Maple syrup. Come on, come on. Yeah, something like that. Sorry. Sean, a dude, boot? you can't do it all, dude. <laughs> Hola. Golazo. This is the part of this segment where I'm going to say, I'm not going to make you listen to all this twice. Sean sang a big song, and I'm going to edit it all together. Here you go. <laughs> Put your hands up in the air. We in America. Put your hands up in the air. Down Hola, south, so. Mexico air. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Scoring like we don't care. We hit you Show with our fatal flare. So. We're playing the beautiful game. If you don't like it, then you're so lame. We love violence. We're gonna come at you with all we got. And we're coming at you with a really fast shot. We're playing soccer, they call it football. In other places, but this is America. This is America. Canada. And Canada and Mexico. But mostly America. Canada. We like guns and we'll shoot you if you beat us. Violence. Put your hands in the air. Hands up in the air. You better prepare. Show a lot of flair. Show a lot of flair. Win like you don't even care. Don't care. Hands up in the air. Air. Fight and prepare. You gotta win. You gotta don't care. Don't care. We'll fuck your mom if you beat us. We'll fuck your mom if you beat us. Put your hands up in the air. Don't well, I can't har- you guys told me to harmonize. I can't harmonize with you guys if you don't like sing. You, you sang your own Dude, fucking we're on song. Skype, because I bro. you you sang it. You made up a thing and I can't just like harmonize with it if I don't have anything to harmonize to. Dude wants to play an orchestra recital on the fucking Skype over here. I we're literally asked sing, you guys dude. to come up with like a third of a song and you were like, "Oh, I don't want to do it." <laughs> yeah, cuz we're bad. Who cares? That's I what makes it funny. Win. I sang a really I stupid thing because you guys food. made me, and it was funny. <laughs> you had Come a lot on. of confidence. I was impressed by the amount of confidence you had. Yeah, you know, whatever, hey, you I know. I literally sang like on four episodes, guys. Like I don't, yeah, I'm not going like to take any of your before. shit, Sean. You're like, dude. I sing, I sing first so that you could walk. All right. I walked so you could ran. I crawled ran. so you could climb. <laughs> ran. <laughs> I think after a performance like the one we just witnessed, it's probably best to take stock of our physical and mental health. So let's do that with this week's Scattered Self-Care. 
This is Scattered Self-Care to ward off the looming despair. Okay, Scattered Self-Care is the part of the show where we take time to talk about our own well-being, how we maintain it, and what steps we can take to improve it. Uh, I know we normally talk about ourselves because it is self-care, but today I want to discuss things we can do to help uh, care for those close to us, which is something that not only helps the person or people in question, but can also help us feel good as well. So I want us all to think about someone or multiple someones in our lives that we really care about and what we can do to help them either on their self-care journey or just in feeling supported and feeling good in general. Uh, Talia, do you have anyone that's that's coming to mind? I mean, the main person that comes to mind is Tony because I see him every day. Um, uh, yawn. <laughs> uh, boring answer. Okay. Well, I don't really talk to anybody else about self-care slash you guys except you guys um so maybe that's something i can do in the future talk to my sisters and their husbands about Mm self-care um as for what i think i should do for tony just encourage him uh to take some breaks and just uh do something relaxing as we've got a big day coming up yeah yeah don't be on the grind the whole time tony yeah. No, not not on our honeymoon. That would be the first break I'd take since graduation. Hopefully a few days before the wedding, you will not be on a grind. Well, yeah. I'll be grinding for the wedding. <laughs> um Yeah, uh there's definitely there's there's definitely an individual that I'm helping with self care a lot these past month and a half or so. I think being present for people, um, and always checking in. Mm. It's very important. I think if somebody in your life has a very determined goal uh, for their self-care, it's good to uh, make sure that, you know, you're, it's not their responsibility to tell you that you're on track. You know, talk to them, say, how are you doing today on this goal of yours? Um, I try to practice that with a lot of my friends with things I know that's going on in their lives. I try to ask them how it's going. Uh, but in general, if people are like trying to take better care of themselves or um, have difficult moments going on in their lives to be present, encouraging uh, and supportive in whatever way you can uh, and be consistent. I think that is mm. um, one of the main things to help people in your life uh, with self-care is just being consistent because you know that's that's something we've talked about on the show um how we're cert- we're trying to be consistent in our own self-care um and so what better way to help somebody else in their self-care than to be a consistent positive part in their life nice i like that especially the consistency part and just being present Very that's important. what i that's just what i said <laughs> 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 Okay, Allie, what would you have to say? Um, I think for mine, it would be more of a group of people, and that would be uh, the people I have that I go to school with. We have a really big exam coming up, and one thing that I've noticed that helps me, and I've also heard other people explicitly say it helps them, is when you express how much you're struggling Mm-hmm. Uh, because then it makes other people feel better that they're also struggling. So just asking people how they're doing and then commiserating in all of our shared misery together. I think it's nice yeah. to make it a shared experience. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree. 
I, I had a lot of moments like that back at Ole Miss where, uh, you know, especially with Chinese, um, that was a pretty tough program at times. I think you can agree, Talia. And <clears throat> sometimes um, in the early days, especially when we didn't all know each other as well, it was like, well, like, you know, am I the only one like having a tough time with that or like X or Y or Z, you know? And then once you kind of get to know each other, we'd have a little like F this, this sucks. Like I'm, this is rough sessions, you know, and mm. not that we actually totally meant that, but just that it helps to kind of vent about something and know that other people are on the strug as much as you. Um, <laughs> Ellie, I had to abbreviate one, at least one word this podcast because I know you hate it. <laughs> Um, yeah i'd say um to all scatterbrains out there um if there's no matter what uh position you're in in self-care there's always there's always somebody that you can call upon there's always some sort of positive thing you can latch on to and that is all self-care um to find somebody um and to look at look at the positives and keep hope and if you don't have anybody like that you can think of, then that can be listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We're here just, for you. Yeah. Just talking about stuff like this each episode, maybe hopefully helps some people know that they're not the only ones mm-hmm. struggling with stuff. But uh, yeah, that was this week's Scattered Self-Care. This is Scattered Truth, a game with three potential facts where only one is actually true. My co-hosts have to guess which one it is, and they can only ask me for explanations on two of them. I got two rounds for you, and both are themed around sitcoms, which I think is something okay. something we all love, a, a genre of television we all love. Have we um, seen these sitcoms? I think <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> I think if you haven't, I think you've seen most of them, or you definitely know of all of them. They're not like obscure shows. First potential fact for Parks and Rec, you know that show, right? Yes. Sure. I'm okay. about it. I love it. For Parks and Rec, Nick Offerman originally auditioned as a love interest for the character Ann Perkins, but he was more or less told he was too old. Second fact, the show New Girl, which was originally meant to be titled Chicks and Dicks. And fact number three. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia became the longest-running American sitcom when its 15th season aired in 2022. Didn't we do that fact at trivia at some point? I have no idea. No. You don't uh, remember that? No, not that's not ringing a bell. It rings a bell for me. Are we allowed to ask who the first person was, or is that like part of the explanation? The first person... Nick Offerman? Nick Offerman? Yeah. He's the guy with the mustache. He's Ron Swanson. In oh, Parks Ron Swanson? Dang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I don't think it's that Interesting. one. Interesting. I don't think it's the that Parks and Rec one because <clears throat> I feel like Ron Swanson is a probably a character they, they had written in it from the start, um, which I know that what the fact doesn't necessarily mean that and the, that they, they didn't, but I feel like it would be a, a different actor that was going for that. Uh, for the role Sean mentioned and didn't get it for being too old or for another reason. All right. Um, I'm interested in hearing explanations for the second and third fact. I'm, I want an explanation for the first one. No cap. The Ron Swanson one that you just said no to? Yeah. 
Because it might change. It might change my view. Okay. Well then. My my thing for the chicks and dicks one, I think it's a different show, not New Girl. I feel like that one could be true. I feel like it was originally a different name. I don't know if it was Chicks and Dicks though. Yeah. Well, a Can lot of shows have to make a show called Chicks and Dicks. I don't know. How it, can you spell dicks? D I C K. I don't think you can make a sitcom with the word dicks. What was in the it. third fact? I feel like that's why it might be true. Oh, the, the sunny in Philadelphia one. Yeah, it's sunny. See, that's like, I remember that. I feel like that's true. For some reason, I remember. Sunny in Philadelphia in 2022. What? No, I feel like that's true, is what I said. Which one is true? This... Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Are you Jenny, Do you want me to just repeat it so that you know what she's talking about? The Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes, yes, repeat it. Okay. Go ahead, Sean. The third potential fact is, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia became the longest-running American sitcom when its 15th season aired in 2022. Did, it, did they have a show in 2022? I don't know. That's the one part I, that I'm not sure about. I, I feel like that's Cap. It's the wrong year. Do you want Do explanations on any of these? Wait! Sunny? Wait. Wait! I vaguely remember. I remember learning about in trivia, on one of our trivia nights, uh, the longest running sitcom. It wasn't. No, it's not Sunny Side of it, it wasn't Grey's Anatomy, but it was something similar. It's Grey's Anatomy. Grey's oh. Anatomy would be a drama. Yeah, Because yeah. I was I also know. wondering that because I know Grey's Anatomy has more seasons. Oh, maybe than it was 15, just a TV show, not. But I think. No. Oh. No, but there, I remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it was so Sunny Side. I think it'd be a drama. I remember. It's I don't think Sunny it's in that Philadelphia one. being mentioned at some point. I think that was a whole category on TV shows, though. That one time. Well. But I don't recall. All right. Would you like an explanation on that one? Yeah. Yeah. So the explanation is um, prior to it um, becoming the longest running show, uh, it was tied with ABC's The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, which aired for 14 seasons. That means nothing to me. it, do you mean Sunny and Philadelphia? Yeah. It's always Sunny. Okay. Well, he can't lie in the facts, so then yeah, you can't if he's lie saying the, it, then he's, then he's then he's just giving it away that that that's the true fact. Mm. Sorry, I'm just playing the dingwad this episode. I'm sorry, guys. The um, the what? You might be on to something, Tony. The, the dingwad. Ding, oh, dingwad. Ding ding ding. I heard dingweb. Yeah. That's in um, Merriam-Webster's dictionary over there, dude. <laughs> so the fact was the show New Girl was originally meant to be titled Chicks and Dicks. The explanation is Zoe Deschanel, the star of New Girl, reportedly almost passed out upon first reading the script. That's irrelevant. That's, yeah. She looks like she would pass out easily from anything. So I, don't <laughs> I, think, I think the safest answer is number three, but I feel like that's just like a lame, like, true fact. I feel like, yeah, well, I can see that. I, f- I feel like the 2022... I don't trust the 2022. It's going to mess with my heart. But I'm... Oh, I'll just Google it. What's that? Oh, you're no. sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Chicks and Dicks. Chicks and Dicks and Sunny are my two choices. I'm going to go with Sunny based off of the same reasoning that Tony was saying. Um, I have no idea. So the group is voting anything. two for Sunny. So the group is voting Sunny. No, the group... Wait, I haven't put my vote in yet. hasn't chosen. I, I said I was... No, I said I was for both of them. 
Okay. Between. Tali can't. Do, can, oh well, I'm all. I'm for all three of them. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, I want to do chicks and dicks. I feel like it might be sunny, but it could be all of them. It could be all of them. So I'm gonna vote yeah. number two. <laughs> okay, so right. we're locking number it in for chicks and dicks. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I can tell you that for Parks and Rec. Uh, Nick Offerman, who plays Ron Swanson, originally auditioned, did originally audition as a love interest for the character Ann Perkins, uh, but he was not told that he was too old. He was told he wasn't attractive enough. Oh, rude. Uh, yeah, rough. Damn. <laughs> so that one's false. Um, that hurts. But I'm glad we and... got it right. I'm glad I'm not in showbiz. I wouldn't be able to take this. So yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia is the longest-running live-action American sitcom. The longest-running sitcom, American sitcom in general is The Simpsons. Uh, so we got it right? Yep. It, the new girl was actually hey. Chicks and Dicks. Good job, That's team. Good. Well thought. Well-reasoned, well you guys. Well done. Not for Allie. No. I thought Allie did pick Not Chicks and Dicks. No, Allie, no. Allie picked oh. Suicide. Yeah. So she, yeah, it, the group I just I didn't think you'd be able to have a sitcom with the word dicks in it. That does seem crazy. That's fair. Maybe that's why they changed the name. It says Zoe Deschanel almost passed on the project because it was originally called that. Oh, passed out or passed on the project? Well, both. Like the oh, she, she almost okay. didn't do it, and when she first read the script, she was like, "What the hell?" I almost, and then it almost passed out. <laughs> well, she was perfect for it, so I'm glad that's, she. Didn't. That's a pretty dramatic reaction to reading a script. Well, just faint, yeah, like, true. come <laughs> on now. <laughs> She's an That's actress. Well, she almost did. Second round, also sitcom related, because I wanted to do it again. First potential fact. The Carlton dance from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, was partly inspired by Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox, who... Yes. Uh, yeah. Do, I can tell you who that is if you don't know who that is. I need to know. <laughs> okay, she she oh. plays she plays Monica Geller. She's most famous for playing Monica Geller on Friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you ask for an explanation on that one, I have more info for you than what I just said. Oh, okay. So, do you are you going to perform the dance for us? <laughs> no. Um, second well, after now, if the three of us vote on it, we <laughs> yeah. need the visual. Oh, that works. I just got to do whatever you tell me if, if enough people vote. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> it's called All democracy, right. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second potential fact. Um, Ed Helms, known in the sitcom world, at least for his role as Andy Bernard in The Office, almost played Job Bluth in Arrested Development. And what? third potential fact, the... Abed's uncontrollable Christmas episode of Community was nominated for a Hugo Award. I think it's I the second one. I think I've heard that fact before. The second one makes sense. So I don't no, know dude, all the awards have different names and none of them mean a single thing. I can so. tell you in the explanation. No, not Go yet. for it. Do it. Do it. Oh. Do it. What? Okay. What, what are we vote. feeling? What are we feeling, guys? I'm feeling number two. Easy. Done. <laughs> I'm okay with number two. Like you think it's number two or you want to hear an yeah, explanation? Yeah, that's, that's facts. That's well, let's, facts. let's do an explanation for number two. 
The role ended up going to Will Arnett, who described the character as, quote, a guy who thought of himself as the chosen son, even though it was obvious to everyone else that he was the least favorite. All right. Unhelpful. (laughs) (laughs) The first one was the dance, and the third one was... Abed's Uncontrollable oh, Christmas. Oh, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. All right. Which, I'll... Uh, which episode is that? I can tell you if you ask for an explanation. <laughs> can I have an explanation, please? Yeah, let's have an explanation. Give it to me. Okay. Uh, the episode sees the group go into a claymation Christmas world known as Planet Abed <sighs> to discover the meaning all, of Christmas. I skipped all the claymation ones because I, I don't Why? like claymation. Boo, Ali, boo, you thumbs down. You're not a true fan. That's, that's, mm -mm. okay. And then there's also more to the explanation. Uh, The Hugo Award is a prestigious annual literary award given to the best science fiction or fantasy works and achievements of the previous year. I could see Community winning an award for that. Um, Was it nominated or did it win it? What was the fact? Nominated. I could see that. I could see it, but... I'm sticking with my Ed Helms over here. And you know what my uh, my reasoning is? What? That I think the time of time of history makes sense. But also the Will Arnett Ed Helms, they're they're uh, you know, in the same family of style of acting. So um, you know, it's very believable that they would go up for the same role and just have different takes on on how to portray it. And so, uh, and I also think, I think I've heard that fact and this is all going to bite me in the ass when I'm wrong, but yeah. And I think that the whole like Courtney Cox thing, bro, who cares? I don't, I don't think she, she can dance like that. I don't know about all that shit. The community <laughs> thing could work, but I haven't seen community. I don't know what a Hugo award is. Like, he just he, told us what Hugo Yeah, I know, but he, but like, I I'll don't be honest, know. I didn't listen. But like Hugo <laughs> Boss over here can, can suck a dick. And so I'm going with Ed Helms. What's everybody okay. else thinking? <laughs> uh, two for two, baby. Let's go. Come on. Um, if Tony feels like he's heard that fact before, don't I'm trust me, Allie. Don't trust with me. Number two. Okay, go with your own gut. Yeah, but I don't have. You don't have a gut. She's lacking a gut, doctor, dude. <laughs> you kind of need one. I gotta get that back. I'm. While she thinks about that, isn't it interesting how in sci-fi movies when there's like a robotic character of some sort that doesn't have emotions, like the human instinct that they need to learn throughout the movie is how to go with your gut? Y'all know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Uh, give me an example. I, I definitely know the kind of narrative trope you're talking about, but I'm trying to... I'm you don't watch enough Star Trek people. to know what I'm, I'm talking about. I haven't watched any Star Trek. Okay. I'm, no wonder you're I, th- I put ha- it on my watch list. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am choosing to go with number two as well. Um, okay. I've ha- I'm like interested in seeing if number one is right. And that's what, we're, but we're going number two, baby. So everybody's voting number two? Well, I can tell you that uh, the Abed's uncontrollable Christmas episode of Community was not nominated for a Hugo Award. It was the episode Remedial Chaos Theory. The uh yeah, the one, one. I knew the that. one with multiple timelines <laughs> with, with a different character going to get the pizza. Yeah, yeah and the uh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um and that one I watched because it's not claymation. So <laughs> you gotta that's a classic. You gotta go back and watch. Anyway, okay. Um the Carlton dance from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was partly inspired by Courtney Cox. Oh! Okay, that is true. So um, if you would have asked for an explanation, um, 
I would have told you that Courtney Cox, blah, 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 most famous for being Monica and Friends. But before that, she appeared in the music video for Bruce Springsteen's song, Dancing in the Dark, where the boss himself pulls her on stage to dance with him. And she was just 20 years old when that video was filmed, and her moves combined with Eddie Murphy's White Man Dance were the primary inspiration for the Carlton. What the fuck? What was the truth behind um, number two? Uh, so it was not Ed Helms. It was Rain Wilson who plays Dwight Schrute. What? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I can see it. I think the choice like they made Ed was Helms good. Better. I am thoroughly yeah. disappointed. Rain Wilson you- would have been a better actor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm actually disappointed that I failed. Yeah. I, I say, failed I at life. Else but we'll learn that as a joke. All right, gang, do we want to wrap up? Always. You should always wrap up. Unless you're trying to have a kid or donate sperm. Okay, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of episode seven. To all you scatterbrains out there, we thank you very much for listening to some, at least today's, very strange, uh, chatter to scatter your brain and boredom with us, the Scattercast. And I want to mention again, you can find full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, on YouTube, we also post podcast segments. And on Instagram and TikTok, you can find shorter reels. Uh, that's Ooh. at the Scattercast on all platforms. So keep up with us if you're enjoying the podcast and want more. And as always, we appreciate you listening. I'm We're going to comment on everything. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Sean, and I've been your host today. <laughs> I'm Tony. Talia. I'm Tony, and I'm the, the dingwad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm Allie. <laughs> And this has been the Scattercast. Thanks the for Scattercast! Scattercast! Thanks. <laughs> 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 the Scattercast.